Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. See, it's the difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig?
Today's Monday, March 28, 2022, coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, right here on the Black Star Network, the slap seen and heard around the world. We're going to break down what happened last night at the 94th annual Oscar uh, ceremony where Will Smith took offense to a joke that Chris Rock made about his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, and he actually walked up and smacked Chris Rock in his mouth. The Academy says they're now investigating. They are looking at taking action against Will Smith. We'll break it all down. You've got sisters talking about black women need to be protected. You've got brothers talking about toxic masculinity. You've got others talking about black on black violence and the notion of role models and how we behave to solve our differences when it comes to violence. We got an expert panel of breaking this thing down. You don't want to miss it. Also, you do not want to miss uh, the second part of our, in the second part of our show, the seven o'clock hour, where I'm going to talk about uh, just keep building. If you are an entrepreneur, if you're somebody who uh, who looks to start a business, if you're somebody who, even if you're working in a existing environment, you can be a nonprofit, you can be in academia, you do not want to miss what I'm going to break down uh, in our second hour. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Uh, and so it's going to knock you out, I guarantee you. Also, uh, our second part of our conversation with Dr. Uh, Lucia Johnson talking about uh, your dental health, how important that is, how important your mouth is for your overall health. That's also in our Fit Live Win segment. Folks, it is time to bring the funk of Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got it. It's really good. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win! <laughs> he is praying that Will Smith wins, but please, Lord! Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it, all right? That was a nice one, okay. I'm out here, uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Nick, out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name I'm going to, okay? 
<laughs> I can hold it. Okay. That was the uh, greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. So we are here to uh, give a documentary out, to give an Oscar out for best documentary. Now, the beauty of documentaries, because they, they make you, when you watch one, you feel smart. Like you watched them, like, you know, like you read a book or something. But all you really did was get high and watch Netflix. So here we go. Here we go. Chris Rock said, wow. I think all across the world, people were saying, wow, that's exactly uh, what I was saying when we saw what took place when Will Smith walked on stage and hit Chris Rock in the mouth. Now, uh, many people uh, thought what took place uh, was a part of the act, thought it was staged. In the United States, what we saw was we actually saw that was a delay, and all of a sudden there was a skipping point. The audio dropped out. Well, the video you just saw was the international feed. Because remember, the Oscars is a worldwide telecast. And so that was the Australian feed. Then you had the Japanese feed, where you did not have a delay like you had in the United States. And so, and then, as the night went on, then they went to a commercial break. And then someone who was at the uh, event uh, put this video on social media, and you'll see Denzel Washington. I'm sorry. Uh, not Denzel, Denzel. Remember, do you correct about it? His name was Denzel. Denzel Washington and Tyler Perry and Bradley Cooper, you see them consoling Will Smith, and then you see Denzel walking over to Jada, consoling her. Roll it. Now, again, folks, absolutely shocked by this. After it happened, Will Smith returns to his seat. Now, what you did not see there, because a lot of people are saying that people were there to console Will Smith and not Chris Rock, not true. 
Denzel Washington went up to the stage and actually there was a photo that circulated where he actually was talking to Chris Rock, calming the situation down. Uh, completely unexpected. Uh, and, and trust me, the producers had no idea. Uh, last night when it happened, uh, I text a number of people who were in the room, including the folks involved. Uh, yes, Will, Chris and others uh, sent various text messages to them. Uh, and so that wasn't planned. I know people are saying, oh, that looked fake. That was not fake. That actually happened. That was real. Folks have been saying all kind of stuff today. Oh my goodness, what was this all about? In a moment, we're gonna show you what Chris Rock said, cracked a joke about Jada six years ago, but a few later, after this all, all this all happened, they awarded Best Actor. And Will Smith actually went up and accepted, he won, he's been winning that uh, for King Richard in all of the award shows and he addressed what happened, and he apologized, but not to everybody. Richard Williams um, was a fierce defender of his family. <laughs> in this time in my life, in this moment, I am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. Making this film, I got to protect Ingenue Ellis, who was one of the most the strongest most delicate people I've ever met. I got to protect Sanaya and Demi, the two actresses that played Venus and Serena. I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people and to be a river to my people. Now I know to do what we do, you gotta be able to take abuse, you gotta be able to have people talk crazy about you. In this business, you gotta be able to have people disrespecting you. And you gotta smile and you gotta pretend like that's okay. But Richard Williams, and what I loved, thank you, D. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful, that's when the devil comes for you. It's like, I wanna be a vessel for love. I wanna say thank you to Venus and Serena. I just spit, I hope they didn't see that on TV. Um, I wanna say thank you to Venus and Serena and the Tyre Williams family for entrusting me 
with your story. That's what I want to do. I want to be an ambassador of that kind of love and care and concern. Um, I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to my, all my fellow nominees. Um, This is a beautiful moment, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crying for winning a, an award. It's not, it's not about winning an award for me. It's about being able to shine light on all of the people, Tim and, and Trevor and Zach and Sanaya and Demi and Ingenue and the entire cast and crew of King Richard and Venus and Serena, the, the entire Williams family. Um. Now, uh, remember, people don't realize there's history here. We're talking about Chris Rock at the Oscar ceremony and Jada and Will. This is when Chris was hosting the Oscars six years ago in 2016. Spike got mad, and Jumpin' got mad, and Jada went mad, and Will went mad, everybody went mad, you know? It's quite like Jada got mad. Jada says she's not coming, protesting. I'm like, is she on a TV show? Jada's gonna boycott the Oscars. Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. <laughs> I wasn't invited. <laughs> oh, that's it's not an invitation I would turn down. All right, I want to unpack this. Uh, Dr. Jeffrey Gardier joins us. He's a board-certified clinical psychologist uh, from Weston, Connecticut. Glad to have him back on the show. Uh, Robin May, a licensed professional counselor from Decatur, Georgia. Glad to have you here. Uh, also on my panel is Dr. Julian Malvo, Dean, College of Ethnic Studies, California State University, Los Angeles. Dr. Amakongo Dabinga, professorial lecturer, School of International Service, American University. Dr. Avis Jones DeWeaver, political analyst. So, um, Robin, I want to start with you. Um, last night was real difficult. It was difficult because I know Will, I know Jada, I know Chris, I know many of the people who were there last night. I saw a lot of people, sisters who I know, talking about protect black women, defend black women, Jada dealing with alopecia, losing her hair. There were people who were talking about toxic masculinity and they were saying uh, Team Will and Team Chris and Chris should not have been doing those jokes. Others who were saying, look man, it's a joke. You gotta take a joke. They were hitting other people in the room as well. What we're not gonna do tonight is try to go deep into, oh, why did Will do this? Oh, was it entanglement? Was it this? Was it this? He should have done this to the other person. What we need to focus on and what I wanna focus on is the fact that a grown black man on an international stage walked up and smacked another grown black man in his face 
and Robin, we have to deal with the issue how we handle situations that does not involve violence. Absolutely. You know, Roland, I literally was speechless last night. My husband had to keep rewinding it because I refused to watch it. And I believe what we saw last night was a display of what happens when we don't consistently do the work. Um, I don't know them the way you do. I don't know them at all. And so it's very easy for me to be on the outside looking in. But I believe what we saw was this. The truth is, that was just 10% of what's going on. Anybody who's done therapy or psychology one-on-one knows that that's just 10% of what is really going on. There was a lot happening in that moment. And to your point, trying to dissect that is fruitless at this point. What we do need to identify, though, is that what we saw is when you don't consistently deal with your stuff, when you stuff, when you ignore, when you put it on the shelf, it will come out, and it will come out in ways that you may never have expected. And so I think the issue has been convoluted. Of course we must protect Black women. Of course there is a real thing called toxic masculinity. Of course there are times when jokes can go too far. But I think we're convoluting the issue, and to your very point, what we need to determine is, is there a standard of expectation of how we behave when we are triggered? Because what we don't realize, one of my girlfriends is a teacher in Philly, and she shared with us that this morning the news cameras were outside of her school because she her school is right near an area where there's a mural of Will Smith. And so these teachers were having to talk to their students mm-hmm. about what is that okay? Was that behavior okay? And so I think the bigger question, the bigger idea is, do we want to call for a standard of behavior and what happens when you don't deal with your own triggers, when you don't deal with your stuff consistently, what are the ramifications of that? Uh, Jeff, um, I'm going to do something here. Guys, pull up the video that we started with. Because I think it's important for people, Jeff, to walk through and understand what we witnessed. Um, And so, folks, uh, play the video and listen to my cue, and I want you to stop it, because I'm going to do this for a reason. Press play. Denzel Macbeth. Loved it! I love the part where it said, King Leto got nothing on me! <laughs> Y'all gotta see it. It's really Y'all good. Gotta be you know who's got the hardest job, job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win! <laughs> Now, Chris tells a joke, Jeff, about Denzel and Javier and Penelope. Joke is over. Then he transitions to the joke about Jada. Press play. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? Stop. What you see right there, no, go, go back to the... What you see right there, Jeff, Will laughs at the joke. The room laughs at the joke. 
you see the look on Jada's face. Press play. <laughs> that's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Freeze. So, Jeff, in between laughing, the room responds. The room responds. Then Will stands up. You heard Robin say, triggering. Something happened between him laughing at the joke, room responding, and then him standing up. And it's in that moment where everything changed. Yeah, what I think I saw, I I'm not totally sure here, but what I think I saw was that he was laughing at the joke, whether he was nervously laughing, just going along with the room, but then when he sees the look on his wife's face, when he looks at Jada's face, and she appears to be, she rolls her eyes, and she's not appreciating that joke. And let's be aware here, uh, Roland, that Chris Rock um, made jokes about other people more about perhaps their film roles or character or relationships. That joke made about Jada was about her personal appearance, and therefore it was a more uh, perhaps raw joke. Uh, and so that's just an aside, but bottom line is, I believe that when Will saw Jada's face and saw how hurt she may have been or how annoyed she was by that, then felt perhaps some sort of obligation to react in a way, certainly an overreaction, but to protect her in some sort of way, certainly not the right way, but the need to do something. And many people have been saying, you can't let somebody disrespect your wife. You must protect your wife. And I totally understand their point. But when you are also the one who then initiates the physical assault, and folks, let me be real clear. We witnessed a physical assault Will Smith against Chris Rock. You put your hands on somebody else unprovoked, words are not, that ain't it. That's not staying your ground, okay? That's not self-defense. That's a physical assault, which is why LAPD uh, released their statement saying uh, that Chris Rock, uh, they said a person who was, uh, who was um, uh, involved chose not to pursue a police report, was not going to press charges. But the thing right there, Robin, and Jeff, that I think is important is that when Will makes that move to stand up, that's also the moment when, for me, your wife has to reach over, babe, hold up. See, it's, it's in those moments where husband has to know when to let the wife know, hold up. Wife, let husband know, hold up. Because when you escalate a situation, then it goes to a whole new level as opposed to allowing something to pass. You might be angry, you might be hurt, you might be pissed off, but when you then escalate it, then it goes to a whole new level, Robin. Yeah, and I think... You know, people are often surprised when I share this with them, Roland, when the reason why therapists like me, and I'm sure Dr. Jeff, we often stress the importance of knowing your triggers because what happens 
is in our brains. Once you get triggered, I like to describe it like a roller coaster. Have you ever been on a roller coaster and it's going up and it gets to the top and you feel like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm ready to get off of this thing, but now it's going down and you've lost control. <clears throat> what happens when we are triggered and our anger starts to rise? Some psychologists have found that as your anger rises, your IQ goes down. And so that's why we stress the importance of getting in there and knowing what your triggers are and not only knowing what your triggers are, to your point, Roland, having people around you who can help you or having go-to tools that you can pull from. Because once that train gets up the track or once that roller coaster starts going up, it's very difficult to pull it back. So that's why I continue to harp on the fact that several things can be true at the same time. He absolutely could have been triggered, and it is absolutely true that there are consequences from that type of behavior. And so I would love for all of us to continue like you're doing, Roland, to elevate the conversation. Because here's the bottom line. Joe at work tomorrow won't have the same luxuries that Will had. I won't have the same luxuries that Will had. If I behave in that way, the consequences are going to be so much different. So it's important for us to take this and elevate the conversation and encourage people, figure out what your triggers are and understand how your brain works. Understand the importance of taking those three seconds to do some deep breaths so that you can calm down that trigger so that you can act more appropriately. You know, Jeff, it's interesting, Jeff. Uh, I was just sitting here looking, you know, we've got thousands of people who are on our um, YouTube channel, watching the Black Star Network app, uh, and there's this person on the app, uh, Queen something, I don't know what the hell, Queen Sag. Roller talk, all that shit, but he's soft AF. Now, here's what's interesting. First of all, Queen, you can't trigger me. The words don't mean nothing. We all grew up and we were told sticks and stones may break my bones, but words would never hurt me. See, Jeff, it was very interesting when I watched that. I thought back to something when I was in high school. We were at my brother's high school in Jones High School in Houston, and we were, my dad was driving, my mom was in the driver's seat, and we're in the back seat, and we were backing up, and you had some brothers, they were hanging out, music playing, talking loud, and they sort of were blocking us, and then my dad reacted, he was like, damn it! I mean, so he, I mean, he was ticking the guys. My mom, Reginald, she really calms him. Now, why is that important? Because in that split of a second, the decision is, I can fast forward. If you get out, confront them, may lead to a fight, somebody may get stabbed, somebody may get shot, all of a sudden, if it goes horribly bad, I'm a widow with five kids. Flip side, Jeff, my parents were visiting me. We were my dad came to the, to the office with me. We were leaving the office. And we were pulling out, and these folks were sitting here blocking, and I got upset at them. I was like, damn it, move the hell away. My dad was like, son, son, calm down. And then he was saying, he said, when the last time you went to the doctor to get your blood pressure checked? I was like, dad, my blood pressure's fine. But it was interesting because I saw, I witnessed as a kid, my mom bring the situation down because it could escalate. And what I learned from that as a kid, Jeff, is if I bumped into a bro in the club, I didn't immediately go to, damn, what's wrong with you, punk? Say, bro, my bad, sorry about that. How we react to a situation 
then determines how the situation either escalates or de-escalates. Well, I agree with you. Uh, you had made a point earlier about uh, perhaps Jada should have reached over and stopped him. Um, I, I hate to think of this being about Jada or something that Jada did wrong or could not... Oh, he should have stopped himself. Right. But I'm and just saying that when, you, when you're with... I, I've, I've experienced that, 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 that when, when somebody is about to go there, to Robin's point, they ain't thinking right, you need somebody else to say, hold up. Right, and, and, and I think, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hard for us to, to, to give uh, an analysis not being there. Uh... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender you know, trying to figure out what happened. But certainly this is something that could have happened in a split second, not giving her enough time or even understanding what was about to happen right. with getting up in that way. But all of that being said, you know, I think we're all really, you know, uh, moving in the right track here. We can't go back and change what happened. But certainly this needs to be a lesson to everyone that when you're in that fight and flight, sort of situation and the adrenaline is pumping and you have that rage and and you just don't know what to do with it don't do anything with it unless you're saving someone's life protecting someone's life 
these issues of, you know, using jokes or saying something that hurts someone, you have to have that social IQ. You have to own that situation by saying, okay, we're going to stay calm, but we're having a discussion about that later on. And that's something he could have done during the acceptance speech, because I think we all knew that he was going to win, you know, this Oscar. Uh, that's something that he could have had a conversation with Chris Rock later on. But what he, I believe he did, and, and, and I feel badly for everyone involved, I really believe that he dishonored himself. He dishonored his mm -hmm. family by behaving in that way, by doing something like that in front of the whole world. Um, and this is something that, you know, that Will has to live with for the rest of his and life. And there you go. The moment, and this, this is, he, he has been, he has been waiting for this moment. He has been, he wanted to win it for concussion, for other movie roles, and Mountaintop, you, 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 you are at the mountaintop. This is the crowning achievement of your career, winning Best Actor. Only the fourth African-American in history. Sidney Poitier, Denzel, Denzel Washington, Jamie Foxx, Forrest Whitaker, I started the fifth, Will becomes the fifth, to win Best Actor. To, on the 20th anniversary of Halle and Denzel winning, uh, 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 her becoming the first black woman to win Best Actress, Denzel winning his second one. But the thing that, the why this is important, Robin and Jeff, is because here are two rich black men at the Oscars. That same situation we've seen on the streets, in clubs, on the basketball court. We've seen it in the school hallway. And what we, it is, it is important for us to say that even if you're Will Smith, even if you're Chris Rock, even if you're Jada Pinkett Smith, if you're anybody else, how you resolve a conflict and you cannot go to the violence piece. And, I, and trust me, I got a wife, I got three sisters, I got nine nieces, a mama. I am absolutely there when it comes to protecting black women. But part of protecting black women is also black men protecting yourself by not creating a situation where you may not be around tomorrow. You know, um, Roland, that's the reason why the response... ...or where that reputation may be harmed and the reputation of others. You know, unfortunately, Will took a lot out of that situation you know, really, you know, sucked the, the, the air out of that room. There were so many people who were celebrating. There were many firsts there, uh, first for sexualities, first for, you know, many things. We saw it was uh, well integrated in a way that we really needed to see. Uh, and so uh, let me share this with you. Very quick, super quick story. I was at a wedding with my wife about two years ago. Someone said something to her, and I was very offended by it, and it was very offensive. Uh, look, I protect my wife, I protect my children. But I knew that if I acted out at that wedding, it would destroy the wedding for the people who are getting married. I would end up in jail. What is Dr. Jeff doing in jail after an assault, right? And certainly, I would have to deal with the repercussion of overreacting. Uh, if you talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. As psychologists, we talk about impulse control. That would have ruined me professionally. And so I think that's what everyone needs to think about before they act out when they're in that rage 
the importance of breathing, sitting back, and figuring out how to use your social IQ to work through that situation. Robin? Okay, and so here's the deal. If I have a seven-year-old daughter, if my seven-year-old daughter jumps in the pool, she's going to make a little wave. But, honey, if I jump in the pool, my wave is going to be much bigger than Riley's. What is my point? Will carries a lot of power. And so when he makes... And, and the reality is that power has opened up doors and opportunity for him. So the same way it's opened up doors and opportunity is the same way it's important that how he responds and others with any type of platform, how they respond to your point role and will have long-term ramifications. If we celebrate this, if we minimize this, what we are teaching is that it is okay to respond physically. Now, here is the point, exactly what Dr. Have said, but the challenge is you can't learn the tools in the moment. You have to have the tools beforehand. You have to already know how you choose to handle when you are triggered. You can't get in the moment and say, somebody give me some tools. That's the importance of developing social IQ, emotional IQ, well before you're in that moment. And let me say this last thing that's important for us to understand with the commentary that we are hearing. People view, human nature is that we view situations through our own lived experiences. We view situations through our lived experiences. And so, when I'm scrolling through Facebook, I can tell what people have been through based on how intense their response is. And it takes great intention to step back and look at a situation objectively so that we can pull back, hopefully, some of the long-term ramifications that can come from this. We'll still has an opportunity to course correct. He cannot fix, but he can course correct and he can change the conversation because to everyone's point, this was the first Oscar produced by uh, by Will Packer, by a black man. No, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. It was an all black production team, it's not the first. Quincy Jones produced the Oscars the night when Whoopi Goldberg did it before. Reggie Hutler's been one of the producers. Jesse Collins was on the production team last year. So I just want people have been saying that yeah, uh, it's the yeah, first, yeah, the, the yeah, lead, right. yeah. So I, just, I, just to let everybody know, the lead production team are all black, Will Packer, my frat brother, and Shayla. Uh, but you've had blacks leading the production team of the Oscars before. Go ahead. Okay, thank you for correcting that because I was over here with my poster board about it being <laughs> the first time. Yeah. But to the still to that very point, a black production team with a black male actor with a black comedian, the reality is we cannot, and this is just the conversation I want us to really have, we cannot minimize the ripple effect. And so this is an opportunity to, if you have a platform, if you have 500 to 10,000 people on your Facebook, on your Instagram, how you communicate about this will be the game changer. And I'm just hoping that we'll, we'll course correct and we'll communicate this in a way that can change the idea that physical response or violent response is appropriate. Uh, last question for you, Jeff, and then I'm going to go to the panel. Um, do you believe that the next step, and again, the Academy, they're launching an investigation. They may take action against Will. Do you believe the next step should be where Will Smith and Chris Rock sit down face-to-face -face and Will apologizes for his actions, or do you believe Chris should apologize for the joke um, what do you, what do you think should happen next, Jeff? Because here's the deal. This is not going away. The, people, my, my social media feed has been this all day long. It's not going away. 
I think certainly that uh, Will uh, should sit down with Chris Rock uh, because that will show how we can work out our disagreements. This is along what Robin is saying. Where do we take the narrative next? And it is about conflict resolution because friends or acquaintances or people you don't even know, sometimes you may get into uh, some sort of an issue or a conflict, but it's important to work it out because we grow from one another. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with Chris Rock saying, if he hasn't done it already, to say, Jada, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to you know, land that low blow. I didn't realize that it was something that was so sensitive to you. I was just making a joke, but I hurt you and I apologize. But I think the bigger apology at this point needs to come from Will Smith uh, to not just Chris Rock, but to everyone at the Academy, to everyone, you know, uh, of color, to everyone in America, to everyone in the world, and then show his class and be able to grow from that and deal with whatever issues that he still needs to deal with. I believe that's where the narrative really needs to go. Robert May, Dr. Uh, Dr. Jeff Gardier, I certainly appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Let's go to my panel. I want to start uh, first with uh, Julian Malvo. Uh, Julian, uh, how did you look at this? How did you assess it? Uh, it, it? But also, how do you look at the reaction of so many different people in the aftermath of this, especially black men and black women? Well, I think Sister Robin had a really good point when she talked about triggers. And the issue is, who's triggered by what? Now, I find Chris Rock to be extremely misogynistic, and I think he crossed the line. Um, you know, I'm a little pugilistic, Roland, so if I was a dude, I probably would have smacked him, too. And that's not the politically correct answer. But he has talked under Jada's clothes more than once. And Will probably is obviously sensitive about it. And when I saw Jada roll her eye, I mean, she was like, I'm just not having this today. Now, I don't know if she said something to Will, because he did laugh at it at first. And then he kind of, you know, gathered himself. But I think that Chris Rock needs to watch himself. And I think Will Smith also needs to watch himself because even though I said I would have slapped him, obviously I wouldn't have. I could have got up on the stage. But um, it, it, it was wrong. Violent, physical violence is always wrong, and we all know that. Metaphoric violence, not so much. I, I was horrified by the whole thing because of everything everybody has said. But at the same time, I'm looking at this misogynistic man who constantly says ugly things about black women. Not women, black women. And we deserve to be um, lifted up, not dragged down by that kind of thing. Alopecia is serious. As women, we're, our attractiveness is seen in our hair. Even folks like me, I mean, I can grow hair, but I don't have much. And folks, you know, can you grow hair? I remember when I was at Bennett College, a board member sent me a, a box of hair products so that I could grow my hair out. Didn't want to. But our attractiveness as women is connected to our crowning glory. And so that was ugly and unnecessary. We know the sisters, like Ayanna Presley, Congresswoman, who has alopecia. That was just ugly and unnecessary. And while he didn't necessarily, the whole encounter was ugly, Chris Rock started it. Avis? Okay, so I'm going to continue down the lane of perhaps being uh, unpolitically correct. Uh, well, the show, I, I the show is called Unfiltered for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so you got when, when, I, uh, when I look at this, take in everything in terms of what happened and even the discussion that we just had, I two quotes come to mind. First, Malcolm X, 
Black women are the most disrespected and the most unprotected. Second is Zora Neale Houston, Black women are the mules of the world. And, and I put those two quotes together because of this. What happened and the reason why I think you're seeing the differences, particularly among the sexes and generally, generally in terms of the interpretation of this, is that as Black women, we understand uh, that it is often that we are publicly disparaged with regards to our physical appearance. We, ought, we understand that in this culture, our beauty is not held up as the quote unquote beauty standard. We also know that our hair is oftentimes, even as little girls, tends to often be the butt of our jokes, butt of people's jokes against us. And that is something that can literally last a lifetime, all right? Now, I, I will say this also about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's autoimmune uh, uh, disease, which led to the alopecia. Here's the thing. She spoke about this months ago and talked about how traumatic it was being in the shower and having clumps of her hair falling out and at first not really even understanding what was going on and how for so many years she enjoyed having hair and styling it different ways and using that as part of an expression of her self-identity. And guess what? Will was there the entire time. He likely wiped her tears. He saw the trauma that she was going through in terms of this health experience that she had, which led to the loss of her hair. And to sit there beside his wife and have, who, by the way, is also an actress. So she's not just Will Smith's wife. She's an actress. She was there not only being witnessed by the whole world in terms of having this very personal and offensive joke specifically targeted at her appearance, that happened to her in front of her professional peers. And we also know that in Hollywood, particularly for women, your physical attractiveness is connected, directly connected to your check and whether or not you can get a chance to get the next job. And so I find that to be a, I found it to be a personal attack on her as a woman. I found it to be a personal attack on her specifically as a black woman. I saw, found it to be a personal attack on her professional respect that she should have been given. And I can't imagine, I saw a lot of people say, and a lot of black men saying, oh, he wouldn't have done that if it was a white male comedian. Well, I would venture to say that Chris Rock would not have chastised a white female actress on her appearance in that way. I, I, I just found it to be supremely offensive, supremely misogynistic, not only misogynistic, misogynoir-like, specifically attacking this black woman. And quite frankly, I understand why Will did what he did. I am completely team Will. Yes, he's gonna have uh, blowback because of this. I'm waiting for the apology from Chris Rock. And I, and I specifically have to say really quickly, I find it offensive that anyone would want to shift the responsibility for Will's behavior on Jada Pinkett Smith. This is, that's the part where the mule of the world comes in. Okay, so black women, we're supposed to not only take abuse, we're responsible for stopping people's behavior before it happens. No, okay, Will is- But, 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 but Avis, but Avis, but let's, let's stay right on that particular point there. Because again, if we take this example outside of the Oscars, and we take this in our communities, 
we have the examples of individuals where there have been differences, where words were exchanged and folks ended up dead. And when we've seen these things happen, we go, man, I can't believe that that thing went from that to that. We've seen the stories of folks at a party and then all of a sudden something is said and words exchange and it immediately goes to guns get pulled out, innocent bystanders getting killed. So at what point in this conversation do we say we have to, we have to resolve differences that does not involve violence? I am not saying, first of all, I just don't want us to conflate issues because I think what you're talking about is a broader issue of community violence that absolutely... No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm talking a very specific oh. one. I'm talking a very specific one. I'm talking examples of brothers who bump each other in a club or someone steps on a shoe, words escalate, as opposed to saying, say, bro, my bad, then all of a sudden, there's a shooting. What I'm saying is, last night was a perfect example. Something is said, you feel disrespected, and Will's response was to walk up and slap him in the face. You take that very situation outside the Oscars and anywhere else, and things are going to escalate. We do have to isolate that and say, how do we, when you're, when you're faced with a conflict, how do you resolve it that doesn't entail you punching somebody in the face? Well, I, once again, I do, honestly, I see that as apples and oranges. I certainly think it is horrible, and there needs to be uh, a better way of resolving minor infractions on people, stepping on people's shoes, all of that stuff. We know that has happened. When, I, when I'm thinking about this from a thousand-foot level in terms of how Black women are commonly disrespected, and I'm thinking about it from a historic standpoint in terms of, by contrast, how white women womanhood has always been overly protected, which also has led to the death of Black men. Let's be real about that, okay? And so what, what I'm saying right now, though, is uh, we have to have some real, very specific conversations about all the things that may have been going on with Will to trigger him. And I'll just quick, quickly say, because I get mad every time I see another meme around August and entanglements, okay? Because here's an example of my take on toxic masculinity. This is not how people oftentimes have been talking about this in relation to this. But I find it very interesting that a couple who have said that they had a period in which they were apart, in which it seems like they had somewhat of an open marriage arrangement, but when it became public that the female of that couple had a relationship, all of a sudden, not only is she very much attacked, but Will is very much attacked for staying with her. Now contrast that against Chris Rock, who has been very open about his multiple infidelities against his wife, which ultimately led to his divorce, which is why he don't have a wife right now to protect, all right? Yet I have yet to see one meme about that behavior. Yet I have yet to see one person criticize him around doing something to destroy his family, rather seeing all of this criticism against both Will and Jada, who have chosen to maintain their family. You know, I think there's a lot that we need to unpack here about how we are treating people differently in ways that, that puts Black women at the center of a bullseye in terms of being bullied, in terms of being shamed, in terms of, in terms of being disrespected in multiple ways. And I think that night, that night, 
Will had had enough. And as I can't remember who it was, it was a comedian who said this what once. And I remember he said, it may not have been right, but I understand. Uh, and I have to. Yeah, Avis, Avis, the comedian you're quoting is Chris Rock. Oh, well, then I'm, I, a, con I, I'm a Congo. <laughs> you're quoting Chris. You're, you're actually quoting Chris Rock. But you but but you're quoting a comedic routine. So, hold up, you're not, no, no, you're not quoting a speech or a keynote, you're quoting a comedic routine, routine which was done talking about O.J. Simpson and, uh, and, uh, his, and, and Nicole Simpson, which also was a joke. Which go, which, which, and that's the issue right there on Congo that people are raising that, hey, at these award shows, they have comedians there, they make jokes. The show opened with a joke about uh, Will, uh, Regina, Regina Hall saying, uh, yeah, Will, come on up. Y'all thing is open. Y'all know you're married, but come on up here. She laughed, he laughed. And so what people are also saying is like, hold up. Now, you laugh at the, at the joke at the top Regina made, but then you get mad at the joke that Chris made. Now, if we gonna sit here and say, well, you know, uh, don't make jokes about the entanglement, Regina did, both laughed. These are the things that we're dealing with here, but the point that I'm still making on Macongo, people also are looking at this, it's how we resolve differences, and I'm just simply saying, it, the, the, the way to resolve it is not slapping somebody in the mouth, because Chris Rock, actually, if he responded, and we, and we gotta be honest here, Chris Rock was the ultimate professional with how he responded. Chris could have swung on wheel, Chris, could have fired back and lit off a litany of jokes, Robin Harris style, but Chris didn't, gathered himself, moved forward, presented the award, Questlove wins the, wins the um, Oscar for Best Documentary. Oma Congo, your thoughts? Um, you know, this, this hurts. I'm, go I'm gonna start there. Um, this really, really hurts in terms of the community, you know, Will Smith and, and Jada Pinkett Smith have been role models for me since day one. I've been rolling with them since the 80s and the 90s. As someone who was involved, you know, I still rap, I do spoken word, acting and stuff, but I was trying, when I was looking at going hard in it, those guys were my role models. So any affection any of y'all have for any celebrity, like strong affection, those two are for me. So, and then Chris Rock a little bit later on. And today I taught my class on Jay-Z at American University, and our subject today was actually the Jay-Z beef between Jay-Z and Nas. And so I'm going to quote a Jay-Z line as I give my response to this in one of his songs. He says, check out my swag, yo, I walk like a ball player. No matter where you go, you are what you are, player. And you can try and change, but that's just the top layer. Man, you was who you was when you got before you got here. My issue is this. I feel like there's an overarching idea of misogyny that encompasses what Will Smith did and what Chris Rock did. Because the fact of the matter is that I don't hear people talk that much about Jada, but I'm wondering if Will Smith was defending Jada or if he was defending his wife. When you read his book, Will, which was a very powerful book and motivational for me, because I love what he has done so much, he talks about a situation where his girlfriend at the time was going out and he was with his boys and he was like, nah, I think you should go upstairs. And he's like, she's like, no, I'm going out. Now nah, you should stay. But she leaves. He takes all of her stuff and burns it. Okay? 
He talks about that. He also talks co about coming from an abusive household where he felt that his he couldn't protect his mother from his father's abuse. And then we talk about situations at NBC with the Fresh Prince when he almost gets into fights with producers there. And he talks about how his old mentality comes out. And I feel like that was a situation there. And I feel like given that he was laughing when the joke was first given and saw her response, there was more about protecting what's mine than protecting Jada. Don't, you know, keep my wife out of your na name out of your mouth. And that's where I, I find it to be problematic. I think I think that what Chris Rock did was wrong. I feel like Will Smith might not have responded as much if it was like The Rock as opposed to Chris Rock. But I feel like ultimately Will Smith has to take the full blame for what happened because you can't do that, especially when you work to build your career as a role model. And for those who defend him, you know, we can't condone violence between us and, and, and then condemn violence against us. It's wrong. We can't do that, period, bottom line. And so I'm saying that we need to figure out how they can work this thing out. We, he, he, she crafted his whole career about being a role model for the people, and he let our people down in that moment, and it needs to be recognized. And But, but it just hurts all the way around. I hate the way Jada's being tossed around as some type of football in this situation is wrong. And, and, and we just need to do better in our community. And the last thing, Roland, like you said, us defending our wives does not have to lead to violence. And there's, it's very easy for us to be taken from our community, incarcerated, lose our job, lose our children, and all of that other type of stuff. And whether you're at the Oscars or whether you're in the hood or whether you're on a job, we have to be mindful of that. There's lots of ways to protect your family without resorting to physical violence especially public violence. Will Smith has a larger platform than Chris Rock. There's a lot of ways he could get back at him. He can get his revenge. He can get his payback, and he can defend his wife. There's lots of ways you could do it. Violence can't be part of it. You know, um, as I said last night on Instagram, as I said when I started this, um, this, uh, it, just like you said, Omicongo, it was painful, it was difficult, um, because I know the players involved. Um, I often, this whole award season, um, every time Will won an award, I would send him a text, congratulations. Um, and I actually sent him a text before the award show. Um, I often, I, I frequently communicate with Tyler Perry and uh, Denzel's wife, Pauletta, and others, people who were in there. So yeah. Matter of fact, I didn't go to bed till 5.30 because I was on the phone last Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tonight with other comedians, other folks in Hollywood, folks were like, I mean, th this, this was traumatic for a lot of people because it was complete. No one in their right mind would have said on their bingo card, uh, Will Smith's going to smack Chris Rock at the Oscars. Nobody. If somebody told you that, you'd be like, you've got to be high. Yeah. But I will say this. And, and I know this is hard for some brothers to hear. And I know it's hard for some sisters to hear. But I'm saying this from the vantage point of being a son of my daddy and mama, of being a grandson of my grandparents, of being an uncle Strength is also in walking away. Strength is also reacting in a way that does not escalate. Imagine if Will Smith who I love dearly and respect. Imagine if Will Smith had walked up, walked to that stage and said, Chris, you my man, we ain't making jokes about alopecia, bro. That's a major issue affecting my wife. That's a major issue affecting women all across this world. Now, I know you make jokes, but there's some things we don't joke about. So, Chris, you did a documentary called Good Hair. 
So you know what the hair thing means to black women and women all across the world. So Chris, I say we show some respect for women. Let's not make jokes about their hair. If Will had done that, the room would have erupted. The country would have erupted. And folks would be praising Will today for defending his wife and speaking to the same issue as opposed to throwing a punch. It's all a matter of how you resolve the situation and deal with the situation. And I'm going to close on this. And I was looking for the video. If y'all find the video, please, y'all can go ahead and play it. There was a party, and I think it was after the BET Awards or whatever. And Diddy was on stage. And Diddy got Ciroc. And so Diddy, y'all, I know y'all don't have it, but I'm describing it for y'all can look it up. Look up T.I., Diddy, Party, Ciroc. Trust me, it's going to come up. Diddy's at the part on stage. Diddy is a shouting Ciroc. Somebody in the audience said, damn that great goose. Diddy starts yelling and screaming at the brother in the audience. And voices begin to rise. And it begins to get heated. And Diddy is cussing him out. Dude is cussing him out. Damn that, F this, Ciroc, no great goose. And then T.I. walks over and says, hey, 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 damn that. Man, we ain't about to sit here and go to jail over some alcohol. T.I. says, man, I just got out of prison. So we going to chill out, play the music, enjoy ourselves, and have a good time. If T.I. had not done, see again, if T.I. had not done that, that back and forth over alcohol, could have escalated to a whole different situation. All I'm saying is, is when something goes down, you get to determine what the outcome is going to be based upon your actions. Me, as a black man, my mama and daddy taught me that. My grandparents taught me that. I've tried to, I've taught that to my nieces and nephews. Our reaction leads to a counter-reaction. And our reaction can very well determine what, the, what, what then happens and when something escalates. And so all I'm saying, you can protect sisters, you can protect brothers. And what I also desire of my sisters is that if you are in a situation and you see your man about to go left, grab him. Say, bruh, get you the chill. But to brothers, I want you not to have to put your woman in a situation where she grabs you. I want you to take a pause and quickly assess is this how I want this thing to go? Because like Jeff and Robin said, 
and this really is a sad piece, for the rest of Will Smith's life, when they talk about March 27, 2022, when he won Best Actor, they will always associate that epic night, not with his speech, not with the adulation from the crowd, they will always associate it with him slapping Chris Rock. And people will not be talking about how he won the best actor for King Richard. They'll be talking about how he struck Chris Rock. And that, folks, is what's most unfortunate. Pray for all the folks involved. I hope Chris and Will sit down because we, as brothers, and I'm talking right now, I am not talking to sisters, I'm talking to black men. We, as black men, have got to learn to sit down across from one another at the table of brotherhood and learn to communicate with each other to resolve our differences because you cannot resolve differences with these or with a gun. Folks, when we come back, I got something to say for entrepreneurs, for people who want to go into business, for people who are conflicted right now. It's probably going to be one of the most important messages. If you thought we dropped it on Friday, it's almost 10,000 of y'all on YouTube right now. Just because we're moving on, don't run away, because you about to miss something that is vitally important that can change your life. I'm gonna talk about the need for you just to keep building. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. On the next Get Wealthy, meet Dr. Stacy McCoy, whose American dream became a nightmare because of student loan debt. Whether you're paying $300 a month or eventually I got up to $1,700 a month. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold that, hold that for just a minute. You were paying $1,700 a month on your student loans? Yes, and I know other people who are paying more than that. Learn the one piece of advice that made all of it go away. Right here on Get Wealthy on Black Star Network.
Pull up a chair, take your seat. The Black Tape with me, Dr. Greg Carr, here on the Black Star Network. Every week, we'll take a deeper dive into the world we're living in. Join the conversation only on the Black Star Network. Yo, it's your man Dion Cole from Blackish, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Stay woke. folks um on friday I, I did a full deconstruction uh of black news channel uh and them going down closing a uh, young killer music going down closing and, and explaining um why they closed explaining what happened um and a lot of y'all had y'all were like man i had no idea that's how media uh, actually works and people need to understand in terms of um, what, what, well, how do you keep going? How do you keep doing this? How do you keep uh, advancing forward? And it was very interesting because um, these are some of the screenshots, y'all, of stories that were done when Black News Channel first launched. In all of these stories, you see Black News Channel launches in America. Um, uh, you had NNPA and you had uh, CNN did stories and uh, all of these, all of these other outlets. They did all of these stories. Uh, Y'all done pulled Los Angeles Times story up? The LA Times in November uh, just did uh, a large story uh, about uh, BNC and, and what they were doing. And um, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution uh, actually had stories as well um, uh, talking about what they were doing and how they were thriving and how they, and how they were uh, uh, growing and, 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 and what was going on. And so it goes on and on and on uh, what was actually happening in terms of um, them. In fact, uh, here is the LA Times story right here. Black News Channel wants to give a voice to an underserved audience. And this, this was in November, y'all. This story right here. But here are the headlines that then dropped when they shut down on Friday. Here are the headlines right here, and you saw them. They were in uh, The Wrap. They were in The USA Today. They were in The Wall Street Journal. They were in uh, all of these different outlets uh, showing, uh, again, uh, them shutting down. Now, why am I walking you through all of that? Because it's real easy, y'all, 
for you to get attention when you're starting something, but the real question is, are you still here later? Now, why am I showing those stories? Because do y'all realize that in three and a half years of us launching this show, um, I've had three publicists try to get stories done on us in the same outlets. We've even pitched the stories to mainstream media outlets that black people are the editors of. Nobody has bitten. Wall Street Journal, LA Times, New York Times, USA Today, Broadcasting Cable, Multi-Channel News, The Wrap, Deadline, Variety, uh, Media Ike. I mean, we can go on and on and on. All of these outlets, nothing done. Now, see, some of y'all probably would get discouraged by, man, we out here doing this work and we building something and, and we're not getting any attention and nobody's uh, showing us any love and nobody's covering us. Yet, when that was happening, I didn't get mad. I didn't get frustrated. All we did was keep building. And there were folks who were sitting here saying, uh, man, y'all should be doing this and, and, and rolling, man, why aren't you over here and, and why aren't you, um, uh, uh, you, you should be trying to get your show on a network. And I'm sitting there going, don't you understand that if I tried to get a show on a network, they own the show and I'm an employee? See, a lot of us have been raised to get jobs. We were not raised to give jobs. A lot of us were raised to deposit checks. A lot of us were not raised to make direct deposits of the checks of others. See, if you get so locked in, and I'm gonna go there for white validation. See, white validation is, is, man, we had a story in the Wall Street Journal. But two years later, you got another type of story in the Wall Street Journal. See, white validation is when you get so caught up, you get so caught up in other folk examining what you're doing that you lose sight of what you're trying to build. I, I had somebody, uh, uh, I had some folks this weekend. It was very interesting. Uh, they were telling me, oh, uh, one particular person, I ain't gonna even waste your time giving her name because she ain't even deserving of any of that level of attention. Oh, uh, you're toxic. Uh, no network wants to work with you. But it's amazing that a network emailed to me today about being on one of their news panels. It's amazing that I was in New York sitting down with Spike Lee for his documentary on Colin Kaepernick. It's amazing I sat down with Kamu Bell for his documentary on Showtime. It's amazing prior to sitting down with Kamu Bell for his documentary on Showtime, I sat down with the Discovery Network for a documentary they doing on space. Did they call you? See again, you don't waste your time when folks are running their mouths hating 
because all you got to do is keep building. Now, see, I know somebody is sitting here saying, yeah, man, but that's that's easier to say than do uh, because, you know, uh, we get a lot going on. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. Because I just need y'all understand something. You're going to always have haters. But one of the biggest mistakes that we make, and let's just go ahead and put it out there. One of the biggest mistakes that we make as black people, we have been conditioned to floss. Oh, I'm wearing some Sam Smith Adidas. I don't know how much these damn things cost because I ain't buying them. They were gifts to the VIPs in a Cedric the Entertainer golf tournament. Y'all have heard me say it before. I ain't never. Spike was joking with me about Air Jordans. I said, Spike, Spike, I had on some Adidas, y'all. I had on some, um, what I have on? Yes, I had on some, uh, no, I had on some, uh, yeah, I had on some Adidas shoes. And Spike said, man, you came up here in Adidas? I said, Mike ain't never wrote me a check. He said, I'm gonna have to, he said, I said, Mike ain't never sent me some Jordans. He said, man, I'm, he said, what size you wear? I said, 10 and a half. Have Mike sent them. I said, but, I don't owe Mike shit. I said, and the Adidas I'm wearing, I ain't buy. So Mike got a big laugh out of that. He said, I'll make sure Mike sees something. I said, will you do that? See, why am I saying that, y'all? Because when you are trying to build something that's bigger than you, what you cannot do is get yourself caught up in trying to floss and be shot caller, big baller. Y'all, that's why BNC not here. If I pull up the Atlanta Journal-Constitution store on them, y'all, they all, they were talking about, oh, man, we about, hey, we talking about moving uh, and going to, uh, and moving to Atlanta and doing this and doing that. Man, they had all these plans. They had plans on what they were going to do in the future, and now their future is over. See, so you might be saying, well, well yeah, but, uh, but, but, but don't you have to think big? Yeah, yeah, you do. But you got to keep building. And see, I told y'all about the people who were sitting here running their mouths and talking this nonsense, and they were uh, saying all kind of stuff. And, and I, love it. I love it when my haters talk because they're real good at that. And they, oh, this, that, and the other. And you ain't this, you ain't that, you irrelevant. And I was like, and I even told one of them, I said, you know, maybe I ought to invite you to my induction ceremony for the NABJ Hall of Fame. Since I ain't done nothing important. See, sometimes you got to flex on. And see, when I talk about keep building, I was walking y'all through this uh, last week because I need you to understand uh, what I'm talking about. So do y'all see these three cameras that are sitting right here? Y'all see three cameras sitting right here? Um, these are three Canon cameras that are sitting right here. Uh, this camera right here is the Canon uh, C300. This, Canon, this is an amazing camera. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. But I need you to understand that the body right here alone is $9,000. The body alone is $9,000. When you throw the lenses on here, uh, this particular lens um, is a 16 by 35. You do the 7200. You do the other lenses. Basically, you're going to spend another $11,000 on lenses. So basically, one whole can't, we ain't talking about the monitor. So basically, you're talking about $20,000, $22,000. Uh, 
But see, right here is the Canon XF405. This one right here. This one right here. 4K camera. That run you about $3,500, $4,000. This one right here is Canon XA25. Now, give me this camera right here. So I know some of y'all looking at this right now, and y'all say, oh, man, look, this, this little bitty little camera right here, this little bitty little camera, this little bitty little camera, this one, oh, my God, but look at this one, look at this one right here, this, this one right here. Beautiful, gorgeous. But y'all got to understand something. When we started this show, we couldn't afford this damn camera. It's $20,000 by itself. We couldn't afford this camera because it's $4,000 by itself. We bought three of these for $6,000. Why? Because we needed a three-camera setup. As we grew, as we got bigger, we went here. We went here. Grew it. As we got bigger, we could afford this right here. When I'm talking about how you got to keep building, you cannot grow a business by trying to floss and then by trying to live way above your means because you're not going to be in business. You're going to be a casualty. 90% of all restaurants shut down inside of a year. Bars shut down. We can go on and on and on. And so the most important thing for you, if you are sitting here, you've got to learn how not to get so caught up in the Joneses and running around trying to be with everybody else and understand how you're going to be able to adjust your resources in order to build and grow. It is to be able to sustain, it's to be able to go to the next level. And too many of us, let me say it, because I ain't talking about white people, I ain't talking about Latino people, I'm not talking about Asian people, I'm talking about black people. Too many of us are caught up in the floss game. Too many of us are caught up and want folks to know what we driving, what we wearing. A whole bunch of folk throw Oscar parties and then trying to figure out how they're going to pay their rent the next month. What I'm trying to get you to understand is we've got to readjust this if we want to be able to keep building to be able to keep growing. Now, some of y'all might say, well, okay, how did, where did you even get this idea in terms of not worrying about what other people say. Well, actually, y'all, that's actually biblical. It's biblical. I've talked about all the time Nehemiah. When Nehemiah had a vision to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, there were, there were people who was, he then came, he came up with a vision, then he went to the people and he said, the people said, let us rebuild. And as they were rebuilding the wall of Jerusalem, guess what? The haters began to say, oh, man, y'all can't do that. Y'all don't know what y'all doing. Y'all, it ain't going to work. It's right there in Scripture. Y'all can pull it up. It's right there in Nehemiah chapter 4. See, this is really the model in which churches operate. See, every time I got haters who run their mouths, who say, oh, your views are not real, or ain't nobody watching y'all, ain't nobody listening to y'all, then uh, uh, y'all stuff ain't legit. I say, we good. We good. I don't really care what y'all have to say. Oh, there were some folks who got my number and were texting me today uh, saying, uh, y'all not legitimate. I was like, I said, well, you know what? If I'm so irrelevant, why y'all so worried about what I do? 
I ain't worrying about what y'all do. See, somebody who's watching right now, you have gotten caught up in the same game. You've gotten caught up in worrying about what other people are thinking, and then you've gotten caught up uh, sitting here tripping in somebody else's game, and you forgot to really get involved. But you, you forgot to also learn how to fight. See, I love this piece right here where it says, from that day on, half of my men did the work while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. Come on, quit, you too quick, you too slow, switch. I love it here where they said um, that uh, they had a weapon in one hand and they built in the other. Because your haters are going to do that. You got to keep building. See, I told y'all last week, we couldn't afford a set, so this glass table was our set until we can afford a table. We couldn't afford uh, this actually set piece. We couldn't afford the art piece, but we had to keep building. Where we are today as Black Star Network is not where we were three and a half years ago. And that is because the philosophy that I've always maintained was keep building. Don't worry about flossing. Don't worry about trying to get people to like you who don't like you any damn way. I ain't never believed in wearing clothes for folk who already don't like me trying to impress them. I don't give a damn what any of these folk think. I really don't. Because, see, what you have to say is, when you are doing the right thing, when you are building, then you are able to help folk who need your help. You are able to provide jobs to other folk and then be able to help their families. And then when you are employing them and you're funding them and then they're sending their kids to college and they're sending their kids uh, to school. And then uh, when I told you when we had TV One, uh, Sharon, who was one of the makeup people, came up to me when the show ended. She said, Roland, thank you so much because working on your show allowed me to buy a house. That's because we said we kept building. She picked up other assignments outside of the show. She said, I will be eternally grateful because you helped me buy a house. See, when y'all get, again, focused on the rest of these people, you lose sight of how you can help others. The reason I use Nehemiah as an example is because the wall of Jerusalem protected the people on the inside from the folks on the outside. And when you create a situation where you are able to help those, you are providing and paving the way for them moving forward. And that really is something that too many of us uh, lose sight of. We, 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 we don't think about that. We, we get caught up in, in what everybody else is thinking. And so uh, we're not always focused on keep building, keeping your eye on the prize, uh, being able to help, being able to stand in the gap, being able uh, to assist somebody else, being able to uh, touch them in a very uh, unique way. See, that to me right there is one of uh, our biggest problems is how do we stay focused on building our businesses? Over the weekend, matter of fact, I'm going to see if I can find it. I had this fool who I forgot he was an alpha. 
Yeah, I forgot he was an alpha. But he had the audacity to tweet me and question me about what black folks need to be doing. And so he decided, he a black Republican. And I told y'all I don't mind black Republicans. Um, because, you know, I mean, it, it's all good. I don't mind them. Uh, I know a lot of black Republicans. I know black Republicans who do some very good things. But you always got folk who love to run their mouths uh, trying to tell you what you should be doing. Uh, so check this here out. This brother posted this tweet. And he said, translation, white explanation, BNC didn't spout enough white supremacist rhetoric to attract Agent Orange MAGA crowd and the companies that support that bullshit for reference, see CNN, MSNBC. So the black Republican responded this way, John Burnett. This is what he said. He said, your mentality is the reason why BNC and Roland aren't on air now. This is what he said, Julian Avis in Omicongo. He said, we need to talk about real black empowerment, business ownership, diverse education, option outside of public schools, financial literacy, and investment, not just race 24-7. Now, y'all, it was a Sunday, and I was trying to rest and relax. But you know I can't have stuck-on-stupid fools uh, just sit here and just say dumb stuff. So I just then had to unleash on this whole fool because I had to break it down to him. I said, it's interesting. You first of all said I'm no longer on the air. I said, I've been on the air for three and a half years. Five days a week. Live. I said, it's interesting that we launched Black Star Network in September 2021. And we launched four new shows in February. I said, it's interesting that you said that we should be focused on business, black businesses, when you literally are ridiculing a black business. I said, I find it interesting that you said that we should be, as black folks, focused on financial literacy when we launched Deborah Owen's show, Wealthy You. I said, I find it interesting that you said that we should be focusing on options outside the public school when... My wife and I co-founded School Choice is a Black Choice. We have a segment called Education Matters every single Friday. I say it is interesting. You say you should be focused on business empowerment when we have a marketplace segment every single Tuesday called Marketplace. We feature black-owned businesses. I said, I find it interesting. You say we should be focused on black empowerment and business when every Wednesday we have a segment called Tech Talk when we focus on black folks in tech. I said, so literally everything that you say we should be doing as black people, we're actually doing. Oh, but when you said I'm no longer on the air, what you were really saying is that white validation part. Uh, 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 you ain't got one of those networks. I said, brother, you can pull the app on your TV. That still means we're on the air. On the air has changed. See, y'all? Some of y'all tweet me and they say, well, man, uh, 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 you, you ain't got to say nothing. No, no, no. Sometimes you got to let folk know that you're still building because the haters are always coming after you. That's also in Nehemiah 4. The haters were telling them, y'all can't rebuild the wall. Now, mind y'all, if you keep reading Nehemiah 4, 
after they show progress, that's when the haters say, oh, we got to stop them from building. Why am I saying that? Because you're going to have some haters who are trying to stop you from building. Whether you're trying to build your business, whether you're trying to build your organization, whether you're trying to build your, uh, your, your department in college, you're going to have some haters. And let me be real clear, you're going to have some haters who look like you. You're going to have some haters who call themselves uh, 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 black power, but they are actually evil. You're going to use some, find some folks who use the same language as the oppressor against you, but then claiming they riding with you. But just so y'all understand um, what happens when you are able uh, to uh, look your haters in the eye and show them, show them that you really don't care uh, what they think. Um, I, I wanted to bring on uh, someone because I wanted to ask her a, a couple of questions uh, about what th this whole issue in terms of because, you know, HBCU students also go through this, where, where, where they deal with, you know, haters, folks who say, you know, you don't really go to a real school and stuff like that. So Sidney Ross is a student at North Carolina A&T, and I'm, I'm rocking A&T's stuff today. Uh, and so, uh, Sydney, have you ever heard that people who question you going to a HBCU who question why you don't go to, you should go into a white school saying that if you went to a PWI versus A&T, you probably have a better shot at a real good job? Yes, um, most definitely. I remember back in high school, um, like on the last day of our senior year, we had this, uh, what they call, like all the seniors come in and they're dressed in their um, college attire or college paraphernalia, and I remember wearing this A&T um, baseball cap and an A&T t-shirt, and one of the teachers at my high school saying, okay, so um, don't be surprised when you come back here during fall break and you tell me that you've dropped out of school. And it was kind of like disheartening because for one, you're, dis you're basically like disvaluing my education. So, Disvaluing your education. Very interesting. So, um, Julian, um, Avis, and Omakongo, um, I, I want to show people what black power, what black ownership actually looks like. Sydney. Sydney, you had gotten you didn't you win a contest? Yes. Well, t tell everybody what happened. You 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 won what a national contest with Black News Channel? Yes. So um, the competition was uh, with HBCU journalism programs across the country, and of the thirty-something HBCUs that have um, journalism programs. Only four students were selected from each of these universities, and I was one of the four that had been selected from um, North Carolina A&T. And so y'all were supposed to, y'all were supposed to what have a um, have a int uh, paid intern with Black News Channel this summer, right? Right, right. 
And so what's what's up with that? What's what, what's the status of that? Um, I had reached out to some of the um, BNC staff and I haven't been able to hear anything back. However, I have talked with some of my professors who have been communicating back and forth with some of the um, staff at BNC who have pretty much said, yeah, it's in your best interest. Let's start looking at other options just in case this one just happens to fall through. Well, one of your one of the people who you, who's been helping you is David Squires. He's at North Carolina A&T. Uh, and um, that's how I heard about you. I heard about this internship program. Uh, and so, uh, Sydney, this is what's going to happen. Um, you are being offered right now a paid internship on the Black Star Network for the 10 weeks this summer to work with this show and this staff since that's the real reason why you're on the show. It ain't had nothing to do with no HBCU <laughs> student. Uh, so, and so I hit David and he said, he said, A&T, they said they will assist with housing. I said, look, I said, if I said, if y'all can help her out, get her here. I said, she can work with this show for 10 weeks this summer on this show, uh, to be able to fulfill your internship. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> ah, oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so so he, he hit me this weekend, uh, and, uh, and he, he, he sent me your resume. He told me you're a multimedia broadcast student, uh, and he told me about the internship, and I said, all right, uh, not a problem. I said, I said, now, I said, we, I said, we don't have, we ain't like we got a dorm or anything. I said, I don't know if she has family or friends here. He said, hey, we're we going to help her with the housing. I said, you get her here. She's, she'll have a 10-week paid internship with the Black Star Network. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, wow. Oh, my. I don't know if you can hear my parents downstairs. <laughs> no, I, oh I, I... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Can't hear your parents. You tell your parents, come up. We can put them on as well. <laughs> okay. But I need, everybody, I need everybody watching to understand this doesn't happen if you don't own. This doesn't happen if you're not in business. And so when David reached out, I serve on the board of NABJ with David back when I was a national student representative. So we go back to 1989. Uh, and so when he told me that, I said, hey, we can make this thing happen. Uh, and so we are, are happy to do so. Uh, I've already called your chancellor, my frat brother, Chancellor Martin, Harold Martin. I told him, he, I made him aware of this last night, as well as Congresswoman Alma Adams, that we were doing this. So everybody kept the secret. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, so what, it's, that's your mama? That's my mom. My dad are coming around. Let me see. Uh, so, uh, Mama and Daddy Ross, uh, your daughter has an internship uh, at this show this summer. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. Absolutely. Well, look, we are happy to make it happen. Uh, when I heard about it and I saw her resume, I said, we can put her to work. Uh, now, Sydney, understand, we grind here. We put it, we, hey, we, we work, we work hard. I think you're going to learn a whole lot. Uh, I think it'll be an exciting experience. And look, I, look, I, I remember... When I was in college, I had a free, I had a non-paid internship at CBS News in Dallas. I couldn't do it, but it was great because I ended up working at the Houston Defender, a black-owned newspaper, uh, and that set me on the path. And so uh, I think it's, it's about creating opportunities, and this is why our people support us. This is why we fight for advertising dollars so we can be able to provide economic opportunities for folks like you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. All right. So, Carol, I'll be reaching out to you. Uh, my producer will be working the things out, figuring out start dating everything. So, uh, you, can, you can rest easy. You now have an inter paid internship for this summer. Oh, Lord. Oh, thank you so much. All right. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you in the office. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much. <laughs> Y'all take care. Julian, this is why I keep telling people, this is what black ownership means. 
And Roland, I will reach out to you. Uh, you know, I'm in and out of D.C. When I come back this summer, I would like to take the young lady to lunch um, and just get an opportunity to get to know her. As you know, I used to be the president of the little school across the street. That would be better college. But I am so proud of you, Roland, for doing that. Thank you. These are the kind of opportunities our young people need. I was about to start crying. You know, I don't cry that much. <laughs> Me too. But, I mean, just thank you, Roland. I mean, it's so important for our young people, especially in journalism, where doors are being slammed, to have somebody like you open them up. You have been, you know, what they say, you have been a good and faithful servant. You, you, you love the Lord. You lift us up. You know, I'm not going to blow too much smoke up you because your head is already too big. But, um, <laughs> but I really thank you, Roland. The thing, the thing, Avis, um, and I, and people come at me, man, man, you be going off on these folks about advertising. I'm like, look, CNN gonna have five thousand people apply for internships. Fox News and MSNBC. And the reality is, those are not real internships. The opportunity to actually learn. I, what people don't understand, it was a non-paid internship at CBS News. But what I learned that summer, and I think I probably got $250 a month. I can't remember how much Sunday Messiah Giles paid me. It may have been $250 a week. I don't think it's $250 a week. But because I also worked at Wendy's when I, was, when I was in college. But what I was able to learn and what I was writing actually set the path, set me on the path that I was going on. And so if you never have a shot, you can't get it, which is why I'm trying to say to our black businesses, if you don't stay in business, you can't, business, you can't give nobody a shot. Absolutely. It's so, so important. Uh, and I have to say, as a second-generation entrepreneur, I understand the importance of having a business and maintaining a business. My dad had his business for over 40 years, right? and employed not only all of his brothers, but employed dozens from within the community at a time in which it was, uh, you know, 50 times more challenging right now. And the Jim Crow South is when he started his business, to be perfectly honest. And, you know, it's important that we are there as the anchor for our communities. You know, BNC, as you know, was Black-facing, but it was not Black-owned. And, and, and this is why this type of work that you do is so important. And I would have to just add, um, you know, I could use an intern this summer. <laughs> I, I know that there are three other young, there are three other people that were supposed to have that. So if, if, if that's one of you, I would love to take on a, an intern for a paid internship this summer with my company. Uh, please send your resume to um, concierge at media to millions. And I will have, uh, .com, concierge at media to millions.com. And I'll have one of my team members to reach out to you because we need to do this. And just as you mentioned, they need to be paid internships. So many yeah. of our brilliant young people get opportunities just like you had, but can't take them because they're unpaid. Yep. You know, personally, I've never missed a payroll. I don't plan on it. Okay. So I, I would, I would love to be able to provide that opportunity to one of the three that remain because if we're not there for us, nobody's going to be there for us. And that that right there, Omakongo, is why uh, I wanted to encourage people on the importance of managing your resources, not living above your means, not trying to floss, because when you're able to then 
manage your money, you can provide the opportunities. This is why we, this is why when I ask people to give, I'm like, yo, this is what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about when we're going after these advertising dollars with these companies, this is why. I, the vision, the vision that I have, folks, is unlimited. I can tell you right now, I, if, if, if we hit $5 million in revenue this year, I can absolutely add 30 people. Reporters, editors, producers. Now, you just had 250 people lose their job at Black News Channel. So if we're able to get the revenue, we can literally build a Black-owned media company and literally hire those 250. But if we don't get the dollars, it doesn't happen. And so this is why this is so vital and important. Makongo, go ahead. Well, man, uh, first of all, your segment last week on BNC was a master class. You broke it down. And with you, Roland, it's never personal. It's all about the business and how we can build better, build black better, period, bottom line. <laughs> and everybody needs to see that. It's only 50 minutes. And I'll be sharing that as well. So that's number one. Number two, if any of those interns do like have some social media skills, you know, I could talk about having talking about a social media manager. I would love to talk to one of them. If they don't even make it here, they could do that stuff at home. But lastly, you know, I can't have, you know, Julian offering to Dr. Julian offering to hook up with them and take them out. And Dr. Avis, you know, taking them on other interns and then I not do anything. So I'm just saying you bring them down here, Roland. They get, you know, free yoga, Pilates and all of that for their entire time here because we own our own business, too. And they can come exercise for free. All right. We'll Let do that. Uh, and I did, so I just sent a text message to Gary Wordlaw. I've known him for 30 years through NABJ. He was one of the people at, B at, at BNC asking him to send me those four students who won BNC scholarships uh, so we can place them uh, if they've not gotten placed. And so uh, we're going to do that. And so uh, to everybody who's watching, again, this is why when I ask y'all for support, you understand now what I'm talking about. Uh, some of you understand, because I, I get people hitting, man, you be up there begging. Yo, that's a paid internship. It's going to be more than $6,000, $8,000. And so when, we, when I'm asking you to give, when I'm asking you to stand with us, and we're going after the Biden administration to force these agencies and the ad agencies that they hire to spend with black-owned media, that's what I'm talking about. Billion dollars the federal government spends every single year on advertising and black-owned media gets 1%. No, we ain't satisfied. But we want y'all to support us in what we do. So some of y'all already hit me up. P.O. Box 57196. You want to see a check or a cash, uh, a, 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 a check or a, a money order to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037. You can also hit us up, <coughs> Cash App. Dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is Roland at RolandSMartin.com. Roland at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. Trust me, uh, you support us. Your dollars matter. Uh, Y'all are sitting here. Uh, Y'all are sitting here uh, sending stuff uh, with us right now. I already see, uh, uh, again, uh, uh, giving coming in. I appreciate every single one of you. I'll be giving y'all a shout, and we told you. Uh, our goal is to get 20,000 of our folks to give an average of 50 bucks each. 
for a year. That's $4.19 a month, 13 cents a day. Uh, if you, you can't give that, I just saw, I appreciate, look, I appreciate Cynthia Reed. She sent $5. Cynthia, I appreciate your five, just as I appreciate Carla's five is $50. There's some who give more. Y'all, this is what I'm talking about, how we are able to build and grow. This is no different than we, than we took out, when black people took out newspapers, subscriptions back in the day for the Chicago Defender, for the Atlanta Daily World, it's the same thing. The only thing that I've done here, I purposely not charging you a minimum every month. Because some people, in fact, somebody came to me, somebody hit me on Instagram who told me my revenue model was wrong. A brother told me I should be charging subscription fees. He said, you're using the wrong revenue model. He's in venture capital. And I said, brother, you don't know what you're talking about. I said, if I chose to charge my followers $4.99 a month, that there are people out there who watch me right now who can't support us because they can't spend $4.99 a month. But there's somebody, if they got $5, they, they send $5. And I got some checks that are $5 and $10. I got some money orders that are $5 and $10. And they are just as important as the sister who sent $2,500 last week. Another sister sent $500 last week. There was a brother last year who sent $5,000 for our app. That $5 person is just as important as that $5,000 person. So I purposely am not charging our people a monthly subscription fee because I want you to have the information that we're giving you. And if all you can do is a dollar, we're appreciative. Or five or 10, we're appreciative. And you can do more, we appreciate that as well. And so I do this because I need y'all, I want y'all to see what we're doing. Because you are seeing how we're changing the game. You're seeing how we are impacting somebody's future by creating opportunities and creating the next generation of journalists. I want there to be 5,000 Roland Martin. But it ain't going to happen if we don't train them, equip them, teach them, and then release them out into this world. So I got to go to a break. We're going to come back with our Fit Live Win segment. Also, some breaking news. Will Smith has apologized. I'll show you that next on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network.
What's up, what's up? I'm Dr. Ricky Dillard, the choir master. Hi, I'm Amber Stevens-West from The Carmichael Show. Hi, my name is Latoya Luckett, and you're watching Roland Martin on... News here. Uh, actor Will Smith has apologized uh, to Chris Rock for what took place last night at the Academy Awards. This is what he posted 38 minutes ago on his Instagram page. Go to my computer, please. Violence in all its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There's no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees, and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. Omakongo, your thoughts? This is why I, as I said before, this is why I love Will and Jada, class act, class personified, and this is how men handle situations. And I'm just so happy that that happened. And I think Chris Rock should come out and apologize as well, because I believe that when you target the alopecia part of it, that was over the top. But yes, Will Smith just shows why I've been so in love with what they've done for over 30 years. Davis. Yes, that was a very well done apology. And I appreciate that because we have all heard apologies that weren't really apologies, right? <laughs> so I do mm -hmm. appreciate the fact that he, as a man, took responsibilities for his actions, but also explained, hey, I was emotional because my wife was attacked because of her medical condition, uh, as many of us assumed. And so I, too, am hoping here uh, that Chris Rock uh, steps up to the plate and reciprocates uh, so that the two of them can not only mend this publicly, but hopefully uh, they can mend it privately uh, and move forward from there. Julian? It was very classy. It was classic Will Smith, actually. I'm very happy and very heartened to hear it. I heard what uh, Obokongo said in the previous segment about this being painful. And it really is painful for Black America to see two of our best and brightest uh, brawling on a stage. So I'm just happy for that. I'm happy that he mentioned the Williams family and Venus and Serena are two of the most peaceful people I know. And so to uh, put loop them in that, I think is really good. Um, I, what I would like to see out of this though, Roland, is that these two black men could have a conversation about black women, about mm. who we are and mm. why Chris Rock is so misogynistic, why perhaps also Will, I think we all talked about how he reacted on behalf of his wife. I love, I need to hear more brothers. You know, we have all this stuff for black men and we ha also have all this stuff for black women, but I think we need to be much more intersectional. So I'd like to see them lead a conversation, uh, maybe that you moderated, talking about black women mm -hmm. and about mm -hmm. many ways that as Avis said earlier, we're the mules, we're at the bottom of the totem pole. Why and what are our brothers prepared to do to lift us up? 
Um, yeah. give, give, give me one second because it looks like Chris Rock has issued an apology. Give me one second. Um, I was just sent it. I'm trying to um, pull it up. Um, it wasn't on his Instagram page. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu it may be on his okay uh, right so this what was sent is apparently a fake apology that's why we checked <laughs> somebody sent it out I'm looking on because um, there's nothing on his Facebook page nothing on his Instagram page so folks if y'all are posting anything um, about uh, Chris Rock uh, apologizing 
um, it is not true. So I'm literally on his Facebook page right now. The last post on his Facebook page was on March 9th. It's um, and then nothing on his Instagram page. So no, that would, there's nothing from Chris Rock uh, apologizing what happened last night. So if y'all are sitting around, don't, because it's not real. It's not he real. It's not real. Well, I mean, his first of all, remember, we'll just apologize. So we don't know if, we'll, yep. if Chris is going to issue one. We don't know. We don't know. So uh, if uh, if something is real, we'll definitely let y'all know. Uh, all right, folks. Um, Fit Live Win. Uh, we're always talking about uh, dental health. We had a conversation last month. Uh, Dr. Johnson is back uh, again for, uh, from uh, this month. So, Doc, what you got for us this time about our dental health? Good evening, how are you? Great. Good, good. Shoot. <laughs> I'm just here, ready to answer any questions that you have. All right, so uh, we, we, we talked last time, we were talking about uh, your dental care, we were talking about uh, flossing, we were talking about brushing, all those different things along those lines. Um, what, for the first question is, when it comes to children, uh, what must we be doing when it comes to our kids and their dental health? Is it once a year? Is it twice a year? Is it once every quarter? How do we deal with their dental health? Um, at the age of two, we recommend that they're seen twice a year um, by their dentist to have regular cleanings and checkups. Um, typically, we won't do any x-rays at that age, but we'd like to see them from two on um, twice a year. Uh, so twice a year. Also, all right. So from a parent, from parental standpoint, what are we looking for? What what was we, what what must we be doing? What, saying what they can and cannot eat, or stuff along those lines when it comes to their uh, again dental uh, health. So as a dentist, we'll look for patterns of like if they have early decay. Uh, we'll look at their hygiene, uh, what the parent is doing while they're a toddler. So we're instructing them on the correct way to brush um, their teeth, making sure that they're eating healthy foods. A lot of our um, pediatric patients are overwhelmed with processed foods. Um, it's kind of like a trending thing, the chips, um, you know, cookies, and just the access that our kids have to processed food um, it's hard as a dentist because you don't want to spend a lot of time lecturing, but nutrition is really the key to having your children's teeth um, healthy. And we got to remember as parents that our mouths um, are the gateway to our body. So if we're not feeding our kids healthy food, if we're just feeding our kids food for convenience, um, those types of foods tend to destroy the enamel on their teeth, and then you're going to have early child um, uh, childhood decay, and then these children are going to have to have treatment very early in, in life. I see a lot of pediatric patients um, in my practice where we're removing baby teeth that have only been in their, um, their mouth for, you know, uh, few years so we have to do better um, beverage wise uh, we asked our parents to limit juice to a cup a day 
not a bottle. <coughs> Wait, well, hold on, oh, hold on. A cup a day? So a we took, we took, so not even a whole Capri Sun? Nah, that's terrible. You know what we're looking at? <laughs> look at the look at the packaging on some of these beverages, right? And so the consumption for an adult is like what twenty to thirty grams of sugar a day, right? It, but we're giving our kids that in one beverage. It makes no sense. <coughs> so, all right. So, uh, let's see here. We got some Congo. You got a question for Doc? about dental care. Well, first, Dr. Johnson, whenever you're on, I feel like I kind of, I try to mumble a little bit because it's like, your teeth are so perfect. I'm like, people can't see mine, see yours. Uh, you're just amazing in what you do, and we really appreciate that. Uh, my daughter has braces, and I want to know what your thoughts are on braces <coughs> for adults. I know like a decade ago, everybody was talking about Invisalign. Is that still the thing? Are there other products out there that, that adults should consider if they don't have the patience for regular braces that kids get? Yeah, so Invisalign would be the alternate to traditional braces. So you're not wearing a bracket. You're wearing more of like a mouth guard and you're changing those trays on um, every two weeks, and you're able to still floss your teeth. Um, you know, you can take them out to, to eat. So in that way, it's a lot easier than traditional braces. The downside to the Invisalign can be sometimes cost. It's a little more expensive than traditional braces. And then also, people tend to not be as compliant, where they don't have a choice to wear the traditional brace because they're glued to their teeth. Sometimes we have patients that won't wear the trays, so <laughs> they don't. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. So I well, think brace. Well, 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 I'll say this here: uh, Invisalign is great. I did it. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, that it, you got to be very responsive. I was at the Alamo Bowl. Uh, and I'd actually taken uh, the Invisalign out to eat, and they, I put them in my, uh, I didn't have my tray, I put them in the napkin uh, on my uh, tray. Then, of course, took the tray away and put it in the trash. I was like, oh, damn. Oh. So I had to uh, call my dentist in Chicago, like, Doc, uh, I need a new tray. Uh, <laughs> so it actually happened a couple of times, but they actually, I, pref I much prefer them than, than those metal damn braces that were on all the time, so uh, yes. Uh, I definitely endorse Invisalign. Uh, Avis. Hi, Doc. Uh, so to me, one of the things that, once again, uh, on ad with adults as well in dental care, one of the things oftentimes we think about is how can we best whiten our teeth? And there are a lot of different products out there that you can use at home. But, you know, I often wonder how safe they really are for our enamel, right, and for our teeth. And so do you have any suggestions about uh, teeth whitening at home, or does it just make sense to go to a professional like you if you're interested in, in getting some whitening done for you? You mean like people say the charcoal, brush your teeth with charcoal and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Go ahead, Doc. So I, I have um, the first part of the question. I have a lot of patients who can't really afford to come in. Our whitening that we do in the office is probably expensive compared to some of the over-the-counters. Um, so those are typically safe. I can't recommend those type of products because as a professional, um, and we're not applying it and we're not teaching them how to use it, but some of them work well. Um, 
Hydrogen peroxide is usually the component that will whiten your teeth. So if you're buying something over the counter, um, you would want to look for more of like a hydrogen peroxide base. Uh, the higher concentration whitenings you're only going to be able to get <coughs> prescriptions for, and that would be when you go to see your dentist. So we do like Zoom um, whitening in our office. You won't be able to purchase that over the counter. Um, home remedies, as far as just whitening your teeth on your own, uh, it takes a longer time, but you could pretty much use uh, baking soda, um, peroxide. I have not experimented with the charcoal, so I can't recommend that. I personally don't see me putting charcoal in my mouth, so that's not happening. I'm just not doing it. Um, so I think the way that we maintain our teeth also affects the whiteness. Sometimes people overbrush their teeth and they don't realize that they're causing the enamel to be thin and it will make your teeth appear darker. Enamel is the white part of your teeth. When you brush too heavily, it, your teeth are going to appear yellow because now the dentin is being exposed. Um, the other thing that I noticed is people don't brush their teeth well. There's usually buildup in things and stain on their teeth. And so their teeth appear darker and they really just need to get their teeth professionally cleaned. Um, also, you notice those dark fillings that people have in their teeth. Um, that will make your, your teeth appear gray and dark. You can get those removed to make your teeth appear whiter. Um, so I have a lot of patients, I just tell them use baking soda and, you know, peroxide and you can whiten your teeth naturally on your own, improve your hygiene, um, watch what you're eating and drinking. Our diet over time stains our teeth. So if you're drinking coffee every day, if you're drinking tea every day, cut back on those things and you'll notice that your teeth will look whiter. All right. Now, if you're drinking tea... Let's say Snapple. Do you drink it out of the bottle or with a straw? Well, there's... Okay, if you're using a straw, typically you're bypassing your teeth, right? Versus, like, drinking it, you're bathing your teeth each time. So there's, like, this thing with the patients who still drink coffee. They'll, they'll like, use one of those hard plastic straws to, to bypass their teeth so they don't have to whiten their teeth as often. Okay. All right. Got it. Uh, Julian, you last. Uh, yes. Uh, first of all, Doc, you are perfect uh, advertisement for your occupation. Thank your, you. Your <laughs> really big smile. I just love it. We, uh, we ain't even going to show her hardcore fitness videos. <laughs> I'm not going to stand by you because, hey, you got it going on. I, and I was laughing at you at Roland because, Roland, I had more Invisalign adventures than you did. Um, mm -hmm. to the point of one time having someone go in the garbage can to try to find my tray. At which point <laughs> I said, you know what? Forget it. This just ain't happening. But, Doc, I want to ask you about mouthwash. Uh, should we be using it? How often should we be using it? Is it just to get us rid of bad breath? Or is there a reason why we should use mouthwash if we don't have bad breath? Okay, so there's several types of mouthwash I personally do not recommend. I don't recommend 
mouthwashes with alcohol in them because they tend to dry your mouth out. So the Listerine, I don't recommend unless it's alcohol free. Um, my favorite mouthwash has a xylitol product in it. Um, I believe uh, Spry is the maker of it, but it naturally builds the enamel in your teeth. So I do believe you should be using mouthwash and in this sequence, I feel like you should brush your teeth um, using soft circles, okay? I feel like you should floss and then rinse with mouthwash um, because that helps to eliminate plaque and bacteria um, and the germs with these mouthwashes. So it's like kind of the, the wash away, right? Um, from all of the plaque and debris that you're breaking off of your teeth when you're brushing and you're flossing. Um, xylitol is a natural builder. I am not a fan of fluoride. I still use it in my product, my office because patients recommend it, but I don't personally use fluoride. My children have never used fluoride. My kids have like no cavities, right? So. I would prefer xylitol mouthwash for my patients, older or um, younger, it doesn't matter. But yes, before bedtime, and it doesn't matter what time you're sleeping, um, I would recommend brush floss and then um, use mouthwash. All right then. All right, Doc, tell people how they can reach you. All right, you can reach us at vipsmilesinc.com. That's our website. Um, we're also on Instagram at VIP Smiles DDS. Um, you could reach us by phone. That's 216-475-0080. Okay. Uh, all right, then. Always good to see you. I appreciate it. Be chatting with you soon. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you, Roland. Thanks for having me. All right. See, I told you that was painless. I told you. All right. <laughs> All right, thanks a bunch. Uh, all right, uh, let me thank uh, Amakongo, uh, Avis, and Julian. Uh, thanks a bunch. Uh, <clears throat> we are awaiting, I'm getting back and forth information um, with regarding uh, Chris Rock's apology. I was told that might have been posted prematurely. It was up, it was down, so I'm just, we're working through it. So uh, if, if it comes through, we'll have, of course, tomorrow on tomorrow's show. Uh, again, let me shout out my man, David Squires, uh, who uh, hit me up about Sydney, North Carolina A&T. Uh, certainly glad. That's why I'm rocking their gear today. North Carolina A&T Aggies. And so uh, a proud internship. And again, I did send an email to Gary Wurlaw to find out the other four students who had internships with Black News Channel uh, so we can make sure that they get placed. Folks, again, if y'all want to support us in what we do. Also, let me say this here. A lot of y'all were trying to get on the Black Star Network app today. Uh, y'all did. Y'all damn near crashed it. Uh, I don't know what happened. So I already hit the Vimeo. We paid them way too damn much money for that to happen. So don't worry about it. Somebody be getting cussed out soon as I get off the air. Uh, so um, I got a serious problem with the amount of money we're paying uh, for the app to uh, go down. So trust me, uh, we are on, at to on it to figure out what went on. <clears throat> Download the app, Android phone, Apple phone, Android TV, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV as well. And of course, folks, uh, you can also please support us. I see a lot of y'all already been given. Uh, thanks a bunch. Uh, again, uh, P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037. Uh, Cash App is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Uh, and of course, uh, Zelle is rolling at 
RolandSMartin.com, Roland at uh, RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. Uh, let me give a shout out. Uh, let me do this here, folks, uh, to uh, Harold Brooks. Harold, thank you so very much. Uh, Dexter Adams, uh, thanks a bunch. Uh, Lori Jackson, uh, James, let me see. Um, Maria C. Chris, uh, <coughs> Priscilla Smith, Terry Brooks, Eldred Hightower, Tanya Donaldson, Don Williams, uh, Varda Pleasant, Indami, uh, Lakeisha, uh, Jarek, uh, Philip Gant, uh, Graylin Brannon, Aaron Brock, Anthony Mosley, Joseph Margolis, Barbara Welch, Phyllis Bell, Chappella, Lazandra, Damon A. Morgan, Morgan Mo Mark Brooks, Sherry, Byron Wyatt, Colette, Dorian Hilton, Victoria Kajini, uh, uh, Robert Bradley, Charles Berry, Krista Burnett, uh, Pink Me Up, Anthony Stevenson, JoJo, Samoto uh, Dabney, Michael Johnson, Addie Wilson, Carla Spivey, Cynthia Reed, DKP24, uh, D. Henderson, Christopher McCoy, Karen Drew, Joan Warren, Clifton Hubbard, uh, Jacqueline Crawford, Cheryl Bass, uh, Sophia Newton. Uh, let's see here. I'm going through here. Uh, Helen Et Helen Evans. Uh, we also have, let's see here, uh, Joan Cox. Let me go back to the top. Uh, Reginald Holly. I appreciate uh, all, all the folks who literally gave during the show. I gave all of y'all a shout out. Again, if uh, everybody, if you give, uh, when we go off the air, trust me, I'll give all of y'all a shout out tomorrow right here on the show. If y'all want to help us uh, pay for Sydney's uh, internship, again, hit us up. P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037. Cash App is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollingsmartin.com, rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. Every uh, dollar matters. Boom. Uh, and let me thank uh, Connie Fitzgerald. You just uh, posted. Connie got in under the wire. Uh, and uh, let's see, Harold Brooks, Daisy McDonald, Josephine Kiyamo, Jeanette Boone, Bridget Robinson, Melody Robinson, Tre Tre Trevin Johnson, Adrian Parker, Robbie Morganfield, Andrea Greenflowers, James Jennifer, uh, and Connie Fitzgerald, all of y'all uh, on PayPal, so I appreciate that. That's it, folks. Uh, I'm gonna see y'all tomorrow right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered, Black On, Black Star Network. Ho!
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.